Welcome everybody to episode 10 of Soar and Pair, Why Not Together? Hello. Hi there. We are going to be talking today about getting clear on abundance. But before we talk about that, um, you know, what does Soar and Pair mean? I think we've been really trying to, to, to really express our vision to everybody. And Soar and Pair means this. We're soaring together. To explore new adventures while inspiring others to create their own. So really, it's it's about us taking that journey together, and everybody seeing that you know we're there's nothing that incredibly special about us. We're just a couple of ordinary people having fun. I think we're special. Well, I would I would say <laughs> that, but I I don't want to come across you know hey I'm special. We're special. We are special. To us. <laughs> but really, we're, we simply want to take you with us on this fun little journey. So we're already to week 10, um, episode 10. We've been doing wow. an episode every week. I know. Time has flown by, so... If I had a mic, I'd drop it. Well, don't drop that <laughs> mic, please. But um, let's talk a little bit about the week that, um, that we've gone through. It's been an interesting week, hasn't it? Has. It has. It's been a whirlwind of a week. Busy. Busy, busy. Yes. Um, and I think we say that every week, too. I know. It just seems like it. <laughs> more and more and more. But um, a really interesting experience I had last night is um, I had a, a reunion with three childhood friends from the Riverside Drive Elementary School in Studio City, California. So we had a Zoom meeting. Um, my friend, I've talked about him before, Scott Tucker is in China. Um, my friend Rick Winslow in California and his brother, who I also uh, was close friends with, Kevin was in St. Louis and we were in Arizona. So the four of us got together. It was morning for Scott. It was night for us. and um, The next day. Yeah, the morning, <laughs> the Scott. next day. Um, it's strange how that works. But um, we ended up talking for almost three hours. Yeah. I, it was just... And like no time went by. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so great that you guys reconnected like this. It, it, you know, we told each other's story. We, we went over memories. Um, you know, there were some sad moments. There were some funny moments. Um, I think everybody should have that experience. I, yeah. I really, you know, this is 46 years later, 45 Ooh, years later. You just aged yourself. I know. 1976, actually, Kevin reminded me that he remembers spending the bicentennial at my house swimming pool party, oh, July 4th, 1976. So it's been it's been quite a while. Um, so I, I just... I was six years old. <laughs> thank you for... Well, I wasn't that much older. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I am grateful for them and the, and the connection, I think... Um, is just been a wonderful experience so thank you guys thank you rick kevin and scott mm -hmm. and rick's wife anna for setting up the zoom meeting it was great meeting you all of you yes sandy popped in to say hi um and uh I, i'm gonna cherish that for for the rest of my life so that was that was incredible for me awesome. how about you uh um mm -hmm. so work is changing for me again and I found out I'm getting a new supervisor which is my old supervisor which is pretty cool yeah and um, just you know changes constantly because of COVID and um, 
restructuring of teams. So that's interesting. Yeah. And um, also, I've been uh, working on the energy healing with people over the phone, and that's picking up some speed too. So it's really fun to to see both worlds mm-hmm. kind of coming together. So it's super exciting. Yeah, that is. And speaking of your job, my job as well, um, I'm stepping into... Um, Always have to one-up, don't you? <laughs> Not Here he goes. To, no, but it's true. It's interesting because you and I have both, uh, we're, we're both um, stepping into, a, we're staying with the same employer, but stepping into very new positions with mm-hmm. new bosses. And mine next week is um, on Tuesday, stepping into um, uh, being on charge over operations in the north part of the state for unemployment insurance, which includes 300, 300 mostly new workers. Yeah. And it's um, a big job. I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I have a great team of people uh, around me. You're gonna rock it. And and great people already. And there's so much to do, but I, I think we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do great. So. They're they're just doing amazing work. Um, all the work you guys are doing just to really reach out to people and help people through this time. To you know, <laughs> your health and your money. These are big topics here, so. <laughs> it really, really is, and I think we feel that responsibility. I know people are working through the weekend, even on Monday, to get so that people benefits can be released. So yeah. kudos to, to all those folks that are working so hard through the weekend. I am taking the weekend off because, Yay. you know, I, I needed it. So, um, you know, that's that's a little scary, but it's also an opportunity to really, you know, try to bring what I can to the table to help those folks do the best they can nice. um, but with you also back to your energy healing you're kind of jumping into to another part of energy healing, yes. aren't you? yes I am yes I'm super excited um, I am taking a class on medical intuitive for medical intuitive so that will pair real nicely with uh, my nursing history and the energy work I'm doing, it's something that I'm really doing already, but to take it a level deeper so I can really um, do that work with people and give them the best direction I can. So for those who don't understand what a medical intuitive is, and I'm, I'm a, I think I understand it, but in, in your own words, what, how would you describe that to somebody who's like, what, what's a medical intuitive? What does medical have to do with intuition? Well, um, it's really about tapping into the person I'm working with um, for whatever they have going on and kind of seeing where the blockages are and helping them to release that, you know, without drugs or um, any kind of other intervention, just uh, to help release that because all dis-ease has to do with blockages of energy. And we can tap into that in different ways, and I can kind of pick up on things that way and help give them direction as to how to take care of this themselves, um, how to be more proactive with their own health, and um, to just take control of their own right. lives and their own health. And yet, you're still There's very much story. You're still very much in the medical world, so you're not abandoning that either. No, right? no, not at all. If anything, this is just a beautiful layer that's an addition to it's it's integrative so um 
Yeah, integrative healing. Like a seven-layer cake, right? All these, Pretty much. Thinking yeah. of that chocolate cake and claim jumper that's right. so huge. But it's just ridiculously huge. Yeah. But I think it's interesting. What I find interesting about you is you... Um, I, it, it's almost a compromise approach, and I don't mean compromise in a negative way. What I mean is the approach is there is validity to the medical world and everything that you've learned as a nurse Absolutely. and what you've done, yeah. but there is validity in holistic and healing, <laughs> and then there is validity, <laughs> as I say it three times, in, in the intuitive energetic work, right? Yes. So isn't yes. it about... bringing? It's being the bridge between those disciplines and bringing them together, being the bridge to tie them together so that someone doesn't have to abandon the medication that they need or they don't have to abandon the approach, you know, the holistic approach that they prefer. But when someone, I heard once that you, if the dis-ease disease uh, or disorder, if the vibration of that matches the vibration of the medication, then you go with the medication. You know, if it doesn't, if you can um, go with a higher vibration of like an energy healing, then you go with that. So it's not about abandoning one or the other, it's complementary. Right, which I think is, is an interesting approach and I think you'll bring that to the table as you you know bring your RN experience because you've done yes. that for what, 17 years now, 16 yeah. years, am I right? Um, and Total 17, yeah. Yeah, so you know all that are an experience from working at a hospital and a hospice and a chemo nurse and everything that you've done, mm -hmm. um, and and actually seeing people get better, and yet that the intuition that you have, that gift that you have through sensing things as well, right, yeah. bringing that to the table. Yeah, and we all have it. It's about um, learning to recognize it in ourselves, and that's really something I want to do is helping people to, that's how I want to empower people to know, to recognize the signs within themselves. Because I think we tend to just gloss over them and ignore them, not realizing our body will scream until it's heard. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, it's super exciting. It's, um, I I'm, feel like I'm finally stepping into being able to do the nursing I was meant to do. Yes, it is, and, and I think your plan in the near future is to start, um, you know, um, offering appointments. Yes, yes, it is, and I've talked about this a few times, but, um, you know, with school and with the COVID and everything that happened, um, it kind of keeps getting pushed out, and so I have to be flexible. So I'm continuing my education right now, but I will be starting to take appointments soon. I think when I'm done with the medical intuitive course, then I'll start booking more appointments at that time. So it'll be probably about six to eight weeks Okay. by the end of the summer. But in the meantime, I'm still taking appointments now. I just can't book myself solid. Right. So, so if I someone reaches out to you through Facebook or through, absolutely, you know, yeah. you would consider and they don't have to, it's not an, is it an in-person thing or No, not? no, it's not. Um, I can do this um, over the phone. I can do it over Zoom, um, over our computers. There's many ways that we can do it. So I'm flexible there as well. 
and we don't have to be in person. In fact, um, a large portion of what I do will not be in person, but I do want to talk to people and um, you know have that appointment where we have the chat and kind of the assessment and figure out what we're going to do together because I want to make sure I'm honoring where the person wants to go, not where I want to go. Right. And isn't it interesting that when the coronavirus happened and your school shifted from in-person to Zoom classes, yep. you even mentioned to me how that was actually I was uh, so excited. An amazing coincidence. It really was. Because that's one thing. When I started class, I was just like, oh, I wish they ha- they offered something because I knew that a large portion of my business would be online. And I wish that they gave more instruction that way. And now we got it. Right. And so I really do see it as kind of a gift that we were given this right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. an extra layer to our education we wouldn't have gotten. Which is, which is great because, you know, with the restrictions of the coronavirus, you don't have to, you know, have somebody in a room and, and you, don't. you know, be concerned about that. And know. people wonder how that is. You know, sometimes people are like, how does that even happen? Um, where your focus goes, energy flows. Um, just paying attention, focusing on something, that's where the energy goes. If you know, think about it this way, if you are thinking of someone and they pick up the phone and call you, mm-hmm. that connection, that energy connection has been established. And really, it's that simple. That's, so that's, that's interesting. That's beautiful. So I, I think it's going to be exciting. And, you know, again, one of the purposes of our YouTube channel podcast, Soren Pair, is to highlight the direction you're going because we really wanted to take people from the very beginning before you really started booking appointments on the and whole journey right yeah for both and, of us yeah absolutely exactly and and speaking of me for a moment because we can't go very long without back back to back me back to me because after all <laughs> after all um tomorrow's memorial day mm-hmm. and um i've been invited most years down to um uh, a Memorial Day celebration in Casa Grande at the J. Warren Funeral Home Cemetery where they have a beautiful veterans um, memorial that, they, that they've that they done every year and they have a flyover. Well, because of the whole coronavirus, they are still going to do it, but they're going to live stream it nice. through their Facebook page. That's nice because people look forward to this every year, I know. Right, and so you are going to live stream on our Soren Pair Facebook. I am. Uh, at least the performance of Gone But Not Forgotten, which is an original song I wrote um, 11 years ago or 10 Have years ago. Have your tissues ready. <laughs> Makes me cry every time. And it is, um, it is a, a beautiful song uh, that, that really does thank the veterans who paid the ultimate price, which yeah. is really what Memorial Day is all about. And my good friend Brad Kepler in Casa Grande will be singing that with me. We'll actually sing it as a duet. Nice. So um, hopefully if the sound works and everything else it'll it'll come across as good as it how many years have you done this well off and on since 2010 so not every year but i would i would say you know this is probably the seventh or eighth time that and usually there's three or four hundred people there so this will be done digitally of course um you know they'll have um all the ceremony um honoring the different branches and and military folks who have passed in that area beautiful thing um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be 
that'll be a, a great thing. And, and one thing I wanted to mention, I didn't expect to say this, but um, I just found out two years ago, because people have asked me, anyone in your family served in the military? And I'm like, not that I'm aware of, but I found out that I had a, a long lost uncle that served in World, World War II, was a prisoner of war, and on his when he was finally rescued on his way back to America, he passed away on the boat ride back. Mm -hmm. So to have a POW World mm -hmm. War II veteran, um, it was my dad's sister's husband, so an uncle, is was very sobering to find that out. And yeah. it's interesting to me that um, it just connects with Memorial You've Day. You've always me. been so connected to the veterans. Um, the music that you've written, you've always been very involved right, with the veterans. Work, the work that we do in, in the state government, which is always mm -hmm. helping veterans find jobs and dealing with veterans who are you know, needing assistance on unemployment. So um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Um, so we want to look at our Facebook page. It'll probably be somewhere after 9.30 that we yeah. do that. And like Jim said, I, I will um, have... Facebook Live going for a few of those songs, and then the rest of it, I'll I'll do photos. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it'll be great. It will be, be. great. So let's talk about. Um, I mentioned at the the top of our our podcast, um, we're talking about abundance or <clears throat> clearing up what abundance is. So let's talk a little bit about when we uh, first grew up and and. Oh. And loaded yes so you know and and when people talk about abundance they usually you know refer to money so let's talk about money for a little bit um, mm -hmm. what was it like for you growing up in terms of that aspect of abundance well um, I grew up we never had a lot of money and um, I didn't really have any direction with money I really wasn't taught how to manage money or how to take care of things. Uh, what I was taught was what not to do. <laughs> um, the example I had in my home was, was not a great one on how to handle money and I would, I, w I worked, I started working when I was 12, 13 and I would hand over my checks. So I didn't even get to handle my own money. Right. I handed my checks over to the household. So um, that's an awful young age, but aside from that, I, I never even learned how to handle what I was earning. So when I was married, I really had to learn from scratch. Um, yeah, is that what you're asking me? Yeah, I, I think, and, and how it affected you. Yeah, well, you can imagine, right? Um, I didn't know how to handle money, and so it was hard. Well, you know, first off, handing over your money at that age is tough anyway. But not knowing, how, yeah, it, it was hard to, to learn how. I had to try and fail multiple times right um so yeah it, it was kind of rough getting started with that but i think i've finally gotten past that right right and for me in in my childhood it was interesting a little bit of contrast we were always well taken care of my dad was 
ultra conservative, very careful with his money. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, he was so careful with his money that I always felt like, you know, we we were always too poor to get anything. Yeah. Um, although I was always taken care of. So, I mean, this is just a, a little kid saying, you know. Kids' perspectives. Right. Yeah. However, um, you know, um, we didn't live poorly. We lived very conservatively. Um, and so I, I think something that rings in my head that my dad used to always say um, is money doesn't grow on trees. My grandparents, yes. I think it's from the Depression. My it's dad, from the same era, exactly. My dad was a teenager when the Depression happened. Yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, to his credit, he did really well at managing his money. But I was really surprised when my dad passed away. And I guess I'll mention it. He passed away 22 years ago today. Um, yeah. I was surprised how much money he had set aside. I mean, it was... It's- that generation, they lived frugally and they squirreled away every penny they had, didn't they? Right. And, and I, you know, so the way I think it affected me um, um, when I started having to handle money as a young father, young family, is it, everything was very tight and budgeted um, and, um, you know, could never cross that line, which in one way is good. But I think what happened over the years is I could never, I almost felt tied by that. I almost felt. It does. You know, like. It follows you. Um, for sure. It just, it just really couldn't, I couldn't break the pattern of the fear of, you know, uh, not having enough mm-hmm. or the fear of, um, you know, not paying a bill or, or grinding it out. The other thing my dad taught me and grind it out work hard for every dollar you know I mean um, there's something to be said for that there really is but it does become the chains around you it weighs you down and yeah I I can see that and and in my previous marriage I um, worked six seven days a week at one point I was working three jobs and, and doing what I had to do um, and I just, it, it's been really hard to sort of break that because um, now later in my life, I don't have to work so hard, but I, I'm almost like, who would I be if I didn't work? If you weren't grinding it out like every day. Working six, yeah. seven days a week. And so I found that an interesting byproduct of, of, of kind of that, you know, and that, that's partly my dad. My dad worked, worked, worked. Well, and coming to terms with it's okay to be abundant. Right. Right? Did that put did did the way you grew up, did it what kind of restrictions did it put on your thinking? I mean, I guess you kind of reviewed that, but Well, I mean, what it really um, did I think for me is is really concentrate on the limitations mm-hmm. and and you know, the fact that I could never get above a certain Amount and so, and if you um, did, you felt guilty about it, right? Uh, yeah, I, and and I think when a lot of money did come my way, whether it was an inheritance or what have you, um, you know, I, I don't think I handled it well. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it it slipped through my fingers and back to the, you know, the paycheck to paycheck kind of mentality. Um, and this I, is where I belong is in this slot, not allowing yourself to rise. Right. Yeah. And so I just figured this is the way life is, and so this is 
how I'm going to approach it. But um, you know, I, I think it, there was too much of a a fixation on you know how much is in the account, what are the bills coming up, what you know, and so I think when you're over fixated on that, um, it just to me it just it takes all the um, fun out of things. You just you 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 constantly you feel like you have the weight of of financial worry on your shoulders. Constantly. Well, and that just creates more lack. Right. 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 Um, what? It, because what you focus on, like we said earlier, where your focus is, is where the energy goes. And if your focus is so tight, you're not allowing room to grow. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so when we got together nine years ago, you really helped me because I really think you have, you you have done a really good job of of taking the challenges in your childhood, and in learning how to be who you are and to accept and to be open. Um, I don't, I, you know, I, I feel like I, I've had a hard time letting go of that restrictive, conservative part because it worked for me for so many years. For, and that makes it harder to let go. Right. For sure. I, I yeah. Where, you've done great, though. You have. Well, well, thank you. And you've helped me um, kind of just look at things differently because I think it comes down to it doesn't come down to are you going to get a raise are you going to get promoted I mean all that has happened in my career but it's I think the attitude that one has in terms of how they look at everything right yeah and recognizing too at the end of the day I don't care how many zeros you have in your bank account you're the same Jim or I'm the same Sandy you know we're the same people it Zeros are zeros. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seven, though. Six oh, or seven. I wouldn't either, and I, I'm open to that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, I, I have a quick story okay. regarding that. Um, years ago, I was working in a grocery store, and this really good-looking fireman came up to me, and he wanted to ask me out. And so degrading. He actually opened his checkbook and showed me all the zeros. And I mean, I was just flabbergasted by it. And I was just like, you know, that's really too bad. Um, I'm not gonna go out with you. Because he was so focused on it. That's kind of the flip side, you know, is becoming so focused on, on too many, too much, having too much or too little puts you in a prison. Right. And And so I think in this conversation and you know we've kind of talked about how money's affected us growing up and I think all of us have that you know those stories with for better or for worse we all have to kind of work out that relationship with money we can't get away from it we, yeah. we need money to pay bills we need you know money makes the world go round but it money is just the vehicle that we use right. to to really um, right you know deal with life in exchange for services and goods and yeah and it's else. an energetic exchange exactly but abundance is more than money isn't it it is yeah it's so much more than money money is a very small piece of the abundance pie right um to me abundance is more about how you feel um your connection to your higher source um the clarity in the the connection that the clean line <laughs> but you know through your body the the openness that you have for people and for each other for yourself 
all these things. It, it's so much. It's love. Right. Abundance in love. Well, and, and to add to that, I think it's uh, the appreciation that we have for, for, for everything. Absolutely. Because, yeah. uh, you know, the old saying, you know, the glass is half full. It's refillable. <laughs> you could look at it as half empty, half full. And, you know, you can always get in that game of wanting more. And, and um, why? Why not appreciate? And I think part of the thing that the COVID virus has done is helped us appreciate what we have. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, because yeah. when there's less distractions and you're you're thinking more and you're at your home, you're like, well, but I do. These are all the blessings I do have. And there's nothing wrong with wanting more. But as long as the want doesn't get in the way of the appreciation of what you have. Yeah. Because you have to have something to strive towards, right? Right. However, keeping it in perspective. Yeah. And I just, I feel like the that what we are doing in Soar and Pair is, is something that I would say is so, you know, it's more than money. It's the abundance of of enjoying life together. It's the abundance of appreciating each other, mm-hmm. what we're what we're doing to fearlessly pursue the dreams that we have, to not get stagnant and stuck in life where you just feel like there's no, you know, freshness anymore. Right. So I I think, and I feel. I feel more abundant, not because our bank account may be more or less than it used to be, but I feel more abundant because of the fact that you and I have dove into this pool mm-hmm. and decided, you know what, we're going to swim together. Yeah. We're going to see what happens. You know, we're going to do this weekly podcast. You know, we're going to we're going to pursue these dreams. You're going to pursue your energy healing, and I and I'm going to continue with my music while we're working. And um, let's see what happens. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think what I've noticed with you is as, as you have dropped those chains and released them by layers, the more you open up, the more things roll in. Right. So that's important to remember, too, is uh, that you have to let go of the chains that you have or your, the restrictions that you have in whatever way there that is to allow things to come in. And I mean, not just money, but opportunities and people and friendships. Um, it right. just comes in from everywhere yeah. as, as you open up. It's well, cool. Thank you. And, I, and I, I see the same thing with you. And I think back to your energy healing really quick. I, I, I feel like the purpose of what you are doing is to help people find that inner abundance yes. that will lead to the outer or will enhance the outer abundance. Because yes. isn't it really the inner first? Absolutely. It always goes back to here first. You got to go within before you can deal with the outside. Right. Yeah. And I think um, one of the most famous stories of, of, of a rich person who who had all the money in the world but had no abundance was Scrooge, right? Right. Scrooge was, you know, and everybody talk, laughs about that, a Christmas story, but it, it it really does make the point that 
he became abundant. He became yeah. abundant when he realized yeah. that um, it really was more about life and connection and people than all the wealth he had amassed and accumulated and the people he had stepped on to get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel, you know, one of the things I want to share is I feel very abundant at work because of the connections and the people that I have. Yes. I had to say goodbye to my team of supervisors I'd worked with the past two years and the connection and abundance with them was huge. There was a, there was a, it was not easy to do, you yeah. know? It's hard. Right. It is hard. And then the abundance with my childhood friends, the, the, the connection, the joy, the laughter, the memories. Um, I think when we step back and, and look at those things, we realize that it's not, a, it, not even up to the zeros. It's not up to the fame. It's not right. any of those things. It's the sheer joy of appreciating what's right in front of you at the moment mm-hmm. and feeling it from your head to your toes. Yeah. Yeah, and who are you at the end of the day? You're still the same person, but you're richer for taking that time to to do your own inventory. Right. To really appreciate all those different layers. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. And um, I think we um, we found a couple beautiful quotes that we want to um, end this segment with that um, actually that you found. I'm going to let you go ahead and, and read them about abundance. Oh. Okay. Uh, The first one is, like the air you breathe, abundance in all things is available to you. Your life will simply be as good as you allow it to be. And that's Abraham Hicks. I love that. Your life will simply be as good, good as you allow it to be. Right. And I think that allowing is what we're talking about. That's exactly what we're talking about. Allowing more to come in right. in every way instead of holding on to something and restricting the flow it's mm-hmm. like opening yourself up your mind up your emotions up yeah to allow the flow and and opening yourself up to the surprise because it's you know that or something better kind of idea uh, as you open yourself up without restriction mm-hmm. might surprise you Right? I have been surprised, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one, I really like this one. One common mistake is to think one reality is the reality. You must always be prepared to leave the one reality for a greater one. And that's Mother Mira. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I think what I've experienced is leaving the reality of restriction Mm-hmm. And, and conservatism to where it's to something of more openness and allowing and so I think all of us have to you know to have that caterpillar to butterfly experience mm-hmm. when it comes to this and it's always changing that's the thing is I don't think we're ever done but being the same person no matter where you find yourself um, that's your constant and then you're more prepared for whatever comes Absolutely. So let's um, let's lighten this up with the Sandyism. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I, yes. There's always um, there's so many to choose from, and we've done quite a few. But this one is just kind of a fun one. Something that when you first started saying, I'm like, what? I'd say, what do you what do you think about that? Another you, one. I think you've said this before. <laughs> you'd say, cool beans, jelly beans. <laughs> 
right? Yeah. It's like, hey, that's cool beans. And I cool always... beans, jelly beans. <laughs> and that was just your way of saying, yeah, I like that. But yeah, again, why? Who knows? It's just, yeah. it's the sandyism that just keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like jelly beans. Yes, exactly. Counting your jelly beans. <laughs> Oh, wow. So, um, no, I, um, I am grateful for you. I just want to say right now, I feel abundant. I am grateful for this journey that we're taking as Soren Pair. And um, already, um, you know, life is just getting richer and richer. And I would encourage people to just jump in and try something new, just like you and I have been doing. But thank you for... Thank you for being you and for jumping into this fun experience and adventure together in podcasting I and love YouTubing. It. I love it and I love doing this with you so thank you awesome and we just want to remind you that um, you know of course we have a YouTube channel um, that you can not only like but make comments on or questions for us um, as well as all the podcast platforms that we are on from Spotify to, to Google Podcast, Podchaser to Stitcher, Overcast to, you know, all of those. Um, you know, please listen to us because, again, you can either see our faces or hear our voices. Right. That's why we do both platforms. Um, but like, subscribe, and, and, and reach out to us also on our Facebook page. Like, again, as a reminder, tomorrow you will uh, be able to see the Memorial Day performance. Enjoy your Memorial Day this weekend, and I hope everybody is safe and enjoying each other, your families, and the holiday. Uh, one thing, stay safe out there. Make sure you're using sunblock. The sun is much stronger right now, and I think it's because we don't have as much fog, or smog, excuse me. Um, the air is clearer, so those rays are coming through strong. So yes. take care of yourselves and each other. Pay attention to that. Thank you, everybody. We will catch you next week. Have a wonderful week, and happy Memorial Day to all of you. Have a great week. Take Bye. care.